It's Thursday, January 18th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Jen Sinassi. Let's dive into those prices. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin was trading down 0.83% over the past 24 hours at $42,376. And in an ETF update, BlackRock's Bitcoin ETF has become the first spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. to reach the milestone of $1 billion in assets under management. Ether fell 1.5% over the same time period, trading at $2,509. Today's mover in the Coindesk Market Index is LCX, up 12% on the day. In traditional markets, both the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 fell around half a percent yesterday. Lastly, in commodities, the Brent crude benchmark was trading at $77.95 a barrel. Meanwhile, gold prices have been retreating, hitting a one-month low yesterday. However, early trading this morning shows a slight uptrend in safe haven demand. As of 8 a.m. Eastern Time, gold was trading at $2,015 an ounce. For more on markets action, let's bring in Andy Baer, Managing Director at Coindesk Indices. Let's talk about that ETF news I just mentioned. BlackRock has a billion dollars assets under management. It is exactly one week to the day that we got our first ETF in the United States. Talk to us about what you've been watching over the last week. It was a great experience last week. We kind of all gathered around our screens and watched what we thought of as the season finale of Crypto Winter, right? And as a season finale, it, it delivered, right? It had the intrigue of the, the 11th hour intrigue of the, uh, the hacked SEC X.com account. It had the, the dueling statements by Chair Gensler and by Commissioner Peirce. The trading was excited but orderly on the day of the launches. Considering how many new products were coming to market and how many incumbent products were coming, and how that a lot of the ETF participants, the APs, and other market makers and basis traders and futures traders kind of had to do a big production number, it was a very orderly and successful first day. And then, you know, since then, we kind of have to zoom out a little bit. Now that the news is behind us, we didn't get the Bitcoin crash that some had uh, predicted direly af after the launch of the ETFs. We found support at the 42,000 level. The Bitcoin trend indicator pulled back one level from significant uptrend to uptrend. Uh, so allocators using that strategy have moved a little bit of their allocation into cash, but um, really smooth sailing. And now we look for more and more people to start adopting Bitcoin via the ETFs. You mentioned the price of Bitcoin there. We did see it rally uh, and then retreat, as you mentioned. And on this show, we use the Coindesk Market Index to pull one mover with big price moves every single day. And there are a lot of movers out there, as our listeners know, outside of Bitcoin, outside of Ethereum. Let's talk about the movers that you've been watching. And I want to start with the top performer in recent days. Well, what has been interesting to watch and, and has been the case in previous cycles is that Bitcoin will kind of lead a rally out, uh, especially out of a dark place, right? Because it has more liquidity, it has more market structure. And think about to the beginning of 2023 when things felt pretty dire. Bitcoin was, uh, led the charge back ahead of a lot of the alts and ahead of Ethereum, in fact. Now that Bitcoin has kind of regained its, its, its kind of health, 
Uh, it has these new avenues for availability to a wider group of investors. I think you'll see a lot of the alts start to come back based on their fundamentals and based on regained optimism. Individual tokens, I think, will be volatile on their own clocks, probably due to you know very small pockets of people kind of trading them. Over time, what we hope this means is that there's more diversification in the market, right? And that owning an index with that's carefully selected of coins will actually give you better risk-adjusted performance than holding any one token in particular. Has there been a particular sector that has outperformed the others, either up or down, that has been surprising to you? Um, I think you know the, the, the focus has been so much on the majors and the market structure around the majors that a lot of the noise underneath sort of moves from day to day, but doesn't really give us a clear trend. I think you know this is the season when we're inviting in a lot of new people into the room. There are many more institutions who are educating on a, on a more traditional finance kind of way how digital assets work and getting them started. So I think there are days when we see uh, the smart contract platform sector do well, the computing sector do well, the DeFi uh, sector do well. Over time, we like actually the fact most that these sectors kind of trade places uh, amongst best and worst performers, because that means the CMI, the Coindesk Market Index, and our new index, the Coindesk 20 Index, will kind of benefit from that diversification and give investors better risk-adjusted returns. I'm glad you brought up the Coindesk 20 Index that launched this week. And as the industry matures, you know, we have the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF. We have TradFi players now coming into crypto. The Coindesk 20 Index, I think, you know, signifies something. It's an S&P 500-like gauge for crypto traders. Tell us more about what this means for a growing industry like this one. For sure. You know, we, we launched the, the Coindesk Market Index last year. And because the market really needed a way, as you've pointed out, and, and to help you know, support your questions, let's look at sectors. Let's look as broad as we can and, and see what information we can get as we regard the market. Right now, now that Bitcoin has sort of become something that's going to be very, very broadly available, not only in the United States, but in other countries that are beginning to allow new wrappers, People are going to be more interested in going beyond Bitcoin and going beyond Ether and seeing what else is out there. They'll understand blockchain. They'll understand the different investment cases. And like many other asset classes, uh, they're going to look for diversification, right? They're going to look for that kind of free, the one free lunch that investing gives you that you can get better risk adjusted returns with a diversified index. So we launched the Coindesk 20 uh, with three objectives in mind. We want it to be the best reference for the new digital asset class for everybody to use. We want it to be a great benchmark for investment products. And thirdly, and most uniquely, we want it to be the index that's easy for users to trade. Those are, you know, when we think about things like equity indices, um, sometimes we take those three things for granted, but they really are three different pieces of market structure. And maybe we can talk about, you know, kind of each of those. Well, let's get into it. Talk to us about what traders, what investors who are looking to allocate their portfolio this morning should take away from each of those. For sure. So let's think about investing first. That's the easiest case. And maybe listeners might be most familiar with a mutual fund. And if you look in your 401k, you probably have a lot of mutual funds. There, a manager is trying to actually look at an index, buy the underlying constituents, hold on to them, 
and present you a vehicle that you're meant to sort of hold for time, right? You don't want to trade into or out of it. You trade in at NAV, you trade out at NAV, and it's meant to be a long-term holding vehicle, and you're going to benchmark the returns of that vehicle to an index. So critically important. Let's think about trading, though. Institutions, banks, insurance companies, hedge funds. Let's take an example from 25 years ago. They started trading the QQQ as a way to trade the future of tech. It became, as an ETF, this kind of monstrously liquid thing because liquidity was created by institutions and used by other institutions and eventually used by retail. So sure, you can hold on to a QQQ ETF for 10 years, but you can also trade into or out of it many times a day. And so as a piece of market structure, that index supported much higher frequency of transactions. The third piece referencing, you know, if you listen to uh, traditional finance, the sort of Wall Street report, you'll hear about the NASDAQ composite index, you'll hear about the S&P 500, you'll hear, of course, about the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Really, only one of those three is an investable tradable index. The NASDAQ composite has thousands of stocks and not many products are benchmarked against the Dow. So for Coindesk 20, we wanted to try to achieve all three things. Most interestingly, bullish exchange launched perpetual futures on the Coindesk 20. So now, as of a couple of days ago, millions of dollars worth of Coindesk 20 units are being traded amongst crypto native market professionals. All right. And before we get into our last question, I should make a disclosure. Bullish is the owner of Coindesk. Okay, Andy, just before we wrap up our chat here, I have to ask you last week on Markets Daily, Kevin O'Leary joined us and he said that he would hazard to say that digital and crypto will end up being the 12th sector of the S&P 500. What do you make of his comments? I think it's, I have uh, bigger aspirations uh, than he do, which is, which is probably saying something because he's someone known to not shy away from having big aspirations. Um, the digital asset class is born right now. It will be its own independent asset class aside from equities and commodities, rates, currencies, credit. It will stand alone as the future of finance, but also an asset class where the constituents of indices or the constituents of, asset class, of the asset class will have more to do with each other than with other things. It's global, it's blockchain, it's decentralized. It's a great thing to think of as a unit. So Coindesk 20 will be the reference of that asset class. Bitcoin will certainly be, for some time, the biggest constituent. But I think it'll stand uh, alongside equities and be something that portfolio managers will allocate to on the asset class basis, not as a sector of another asset class. Andy, thanks so much for joining Markets Daily. Thank you so much. That was Coindesk Indices Managing Director, Andy Baer. And that's it for today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Sanasi. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jen Sanasi. We'll be back tomorrow with more Markets Daily.